Good evening and welcome to Sporlitics, where sports and politics mix and mingle. I'm Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican. Keith. Go Birds. The constitutional conservative. Stephen, the independent thinker. And my cousin, Todd. We have a packed show for you tonight. The United States carries out new strikes against a facility used by Iran in Syria. Stephen's here to talk about NASCAR. And the Department of Justice announces arrests in high-end brothel network used by elected officials, military officers, and others. College football, how's your team doing? And takeaways from yesterday's elections in Virginia, Ohio, Kentucky, and other states. The NFL, do you remember them? How is your team doing in week number nine? The House of Representatives passes a resolution to censure the first Palestinian-American congresswoman to lead over her Israel comments. The U.S. Supreme Court leans toward allowing domestic violence gun curbs and tensions erupt within the Senate GOP over Tommy Tuberville's military holds. Former President Trump weighs in as his daughter prepared to take the stand today and said it was sad. We'll talk about what she said. Nothing is left. Thousands of Palestinians flee south as Israel steps up Gaza City offensive. Those stories and more, if we can fit it in. First up, Stephen with NASCAR. Stephen, tell us what's going on with NASCAR. Ryan Blaney is the champion of NASCAR. He came in second this past race in Arizona, Phoenix, and he came in second to my man, Ross Chastain, who I think uh, NASCAR really didn't want him to win this year, but maybe they'll give him a chance down the road. I don't know. No, it's just, I'm just a sore loser. I really wanted him to do better. He finished like eighth, ninth. I don't know. I don't know. But Ryan Blaney won. He deserved it. And I like, I like all the drivers, all these drivers that have all the respect in the world for, for what they do and the athletes that they are. And I've got no hard feelings towards anybody, but it's other people that I would like to win more than Blaney, but I'm happy for him. He's just, it's, he's going to be a champion forever and it, nobody can ever take it away from him. It's like winning. Well, it's like winning Daytona 500 is the best race to win, but it's like winning that times a hundred. You win the championship for the year. That's, that's really great for him. It's really good. It's, it's fine. But uh, he wasn't my first choice, but he deserved it. He did really well when he needed to do well. And he's got a great team. And he is a great driver, and I can't take anything away from him at all. I'm just um, – the NASCAR is over. It's, everybody's uh, gearing up now, and it's going to be a really wild offseason because there's so many changes coming with the drivers and possibly the car as well because they always do something that's really different. So it's, it doesn't go – it's just – it's like the NFL on a smaller scale. It lasts throughout the entire year. It never goes away. There's always something going on. So – it's it's sad it's over but we have a champion and and nobody got in a fight at the end and everybody shook hands and everybody was happy so it was a great season it's one of the best uh seasons nascar's ever had 
and they've had more people at a lot of the races than they've had in a long time. So everything that they're doing is working. And that's that's great for NASCAR. It's it's great for 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 everyone involved in it and all the fans. So no complaints this year at so, all that that I can so, find. I think the racing was awesome. So that's um who was that with that big cup? That's a gigantic cup. <laughs> yeah, he's got the uh the what used to be called the Winston Cup. That's Ryan Blaney, drives number twelve. He's uh he really deserves it. He's really a good driver that's been uh, doing well for a long time, and he had some really good races this year. And um, it's uh, it's everything's wide open to him now. Now he can just he'll be a Hall of Famer for sure. Uh, and and he'll probably just do as be in the running for the probably the rest of his uh, time in NASCAR. That's relevant, you know. Like when that, I mean, okay. when he's forty-five years old and racing, he might not be the top. But as for the next right, few years, right, right. you're going to see him in the top, top, at least top ten or top five. So he's he's up there. He's good, good team, good guy. So more power to him. All right, let's move on to college football. Aguna, did you want to talk about college football, or did you want to move to the NFL? I prefer to move to the NFL. We already know okay, college football is winding down. Even though I do want to give a shout out to my university this past weekend had its homecoming, South Carolina State, when we beat Howard 28 to 27 to 24. So that was good. And you also did a great presentation. Do you want to tell everyone about the presentation you did? Oh, yeah, I did. <clears throat> so in honor of my um, mom, we gave some money to the School of Social Work for a Memorial Scholarship Fund, the beginning of a Memorial Scholarship Fund for the late Dr. Eva Njoku. So that was very well received as well. Special thanks to the Dean and the President Conyers down there at South Carolina State. So looking to grow that and for a social, for a rising uh, sophomore junior social work major. So really excited about that as well. So if anyone like Cousin Todd or Keith or uh, Stephen or myself or Sporletics wants to contribute, where do we go to contribute? Is there a website I can put up? Yes, I will send out the link, but we you can go to South Carolina State University website, uh, their alumni or their donation uh, link, and the Memorial Scholarship is on the drop-down menu. You should see her name and Dr. Eva Memorial Scholarship, so it's there. So for anyone who wants to contribute, I'll give the link to the show. Um, definitely any donation is acceptable, um, but, you know, definitely, um, you know, it's because it goes towards a good cause. So, uh, yeah, I'll send that link to the show, and I appreciate you uh, yeah, asking, Stacy. So actually, any yeah. impact, any ability to make an impact helps. So thank you for that. <clears throat> sure, of course. Please go to the NFL. Oh, yeah. You know what week it was last week, right? You know what week it was last week. And I had the privilege and the benefit of, well, I don't know if it was a privilege, actually, after sitting in that game. Um, yes, we won. And I'll take the win. But that, that was the longest 30 seconds in my life. And I know the Eagles didn't lose, right? You know, Jalen Hurts actually had an okay game. He threw for about 200 yards. He had a touchdown. He, had, he threw for two touchdowns. So he had a decent game, no turnovers, right? 28 um, to 24. But that last minute, 
or so of that game, the Eagles did everything in their power to give that game away. And had the Eagles lost after being up, I think it was 28 to 17, they were up to 17 um, late in the fourth or late, well, early in the fourth, late in the fourth or whatever, and the collapse within the last 30 seconds, it would have been by far one of the worst loss, losses in Philadelphia Eagles history. I would have put it second to the last game at the vet where we lost to Tampa Bay and it stopped their chances of going to the Super Bowl. This would have definitely been up there with that. And there was also one which one of my classmates got tackled on the two-yard line, and <laughs> should have, it was a Monday night game. It was a chip shot field goal. We missed the field goal, and the Cowboys won. But this would have been worse than that because we we were dominating the Cowboys the whole game. Um, Seeding Lamb kept a minute. Seeding Lamb is, was a heck of a receiver. Dak Prescott actually played a decent game. He got a lot of stats um, later on because they were down by so much. So he threw for almost 300 or some odd yards. I think he had um, he had three touchdowns. <clears throat> but everyone's talking about the refs and the calls of the refs and this and that and about the refs. And the refs' calls were, I will admit, a little shaky in the game. Um, they were consistently not calling holding in the beginning. Uh, I know some of these Cowboy fans are whining about Michael Parsons getting held. and they were hold- Hassan Reddick was getting held, too. They were holding Eagles defensive ends, just trying to keep the game close. And then down the stretch, they gave Dallas almost 65 some odd yards of penalties to get on the. They were on the six yard line with less than 30 seconds left. Go ahead, touchdown was right there for them. But fortunately for us, our defense stepped up and uh, made some plays and knocked them out of um, scoring, um, knocked them out the red zone and eventually stopped them. So I'll take the win. The Eagles are going into the bye week. We're eight and one. This is exactly where I want it to be at this point in the season. I figured we would either be if we were eight and one at this point with some really tough games coming up against Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas, and Seattle. Those are the next five games, right? So that's going to tell us a lot. I predicted in the beginning that the season would be twelve and four. Oh, twelve and five was my prediction for the Eagles. Is that enough to win the East? Maybe because you also have the Cowboys with a really easy schedule. As far as the Giants and the Commanders, I think their their season is done. All right, I do think the Commanders may have an outside shot, um, but once they traded Chase to um, to San Fran, I was like, you know what? They're trying to do a fire sale here and um, and sweat. Not only Chase, but sweat. I think sweat was a bigger trade than um, yeah. Chase. He went to and he went to Chicago. And he went to Chicago, right? So that was like, okay, they're trying to salvage some conversation. Um, But, again, the NFC is a very weak conference. Um, You never know. You can win a couple of good games there and you can sneak in. Um, But I think the Eagles being in the driver's seat of not only the NFC but the league right now going into the bye is a good place to be in. Um, I I think that – I think the teams that you just called out that y'all have to play, like Buffalo, Kansas City, Seattle, whatever, you can beat all of them. None of none of them impress me at all. Not at all. I think y'all y'all are um, a much better team than they are. Y'all might lose one. You know, you lost one. Might could lose two. Might lose three. Maybe. But you, you're. I think you're off on your on your estimate. I'm thinking unless they sit out for the last two weeks because they've won so much, then I don't think you're going to lose that much. But I said it earlier before we started the show. I told Stacey, I said, we, I, it's time for the commander skins to 
uh, just lose some games. You know, they, they should lose to Seattle this week, and they should lose to whoever they play the next week. They just need they a better Dallas team around them. I think they play Dallas on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just they just need to lose. They need to lose. They need to get some be- some better draft picks. They need they they already got rid of a, two of the best players on the team. Two of their best players on well, not the best players, but two players that are really really good or have the potential to be in great players, and they will be wherever they go. That's what happens when people leave our team in Washington. They go and be uh, super superstars. But that's 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 what's that's what's going to happen. I think Hal is going to be a great player. So what we need is we need to get a, a good draft. We need to get some good offensive linemen. We need to get some young people in there. We have a good team. We have a good offense. We have, you know, basically all of our, you know, the good, you know, the wide receivers, running backs. We have the things we need. United tight end need some offensive linemen, including tight. We need a little bit, a little bit more defense now that we've lost it. But let some young guys come in. And Chase Young, he was mostly a name. You know, he was mostly. Uh, I didn't want. I never wanted him to be. What was he? First or second pick? I never wanted him. I wanted him to, to get more people instead of him. And he never panned out. And he was hurt for like I don't know six years. It seemed like. So I'm glad he's gone. I hate the sweat's gone. I'd rather keep him. But if that means we can get some better people, get some start over again, we need to start. But the best thing we need to do, and right th- right now, is put people around Sam Howe. And people that can block for him because he is a man with a huge heart and a and a and a rifle for for an arm, and he's just going to get better, just like the quarterback that is with the Eagles that may go to the Super Bowl this year. This this guy has the same traits that he has. He's a strong guy. He doesn't give up. He's he's he puts in more than a lot of other people. And I see this for Sam Howell, but not with the team he has now, not with the about the offensive line he has now. He needs a lot. So what they need to do is lose some games because if you don't make the playoffs, who cares? Lose some games, make your team better next year. But I don't know with new ownership, they're going to like that. So let's just beat Seattle and see what happens after that. So you guys, (laughs) all right. So let's talk real quickly about the commanders this past week. They won. And um, talk. do you want to talk about that game? They were able to pull that off. Let me go back to it. They play the Patriots and they beat them 20 to 17, as you can see on the screen. Do you, did you want to talk about how they did, Stephen? Well, the defense, you know, did did well enough to do what they had to do. And like Sam Howell, I said, Sam Howell is great. He's going to be fine. But it, this game shocked me because I said, well, with this game here, they just lost two primo defensive players. It's going to hurt their rotation. It's going to hurt their depth. They're going to have a hard time. And even though the Patriots are doing really poorly right now, I think uh, the pa- the Patriots should be able to beat them when they're injured and they're coming into New England. But the, 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 the Washington surprised me. They really did. So maybe I have to retract and say, let's just keep going and maybe we can win something, maybe make the playoffs. I don't know. It just was really weird. And, the, and, and you just have to – you have to know right now that the Patriots are absolutely done. And that quarterback is so horrible. Uh, you can't really judge anything by it, but it was nice. It was nice to win. A win is a win no matter who you play, and especially with the fact that I didn't think they were going to win that game because of what had happened. Mm-hmm. And they said that the team had given up on the coach. The whole locker room had given up on the whole administration, everybody. They're not, they're not down with it anymore. But somehow they still win. I don't know. 
Maybe they still have it in okay. them. Maybe they came to an agreement. I don't know. It's I just so, I just want to win. Mean, the writing, I make the the writing is definitely on the wall. The writing. This is Rivera's last yeah. year. The enemy is going to be making that money though. Coach, right? Their position. Yeah, we need the enemy. Ownership. You got. You got some refined talent. I can't say that Sam Howell's the guy though. I don't know if Sam Howell's going to be the guy. I know he's the bridge guy. He's like a bridge guy, right? They'll probably bring him back next year. But they're going to yep. get a quarterback of the future with the compensation they got for Sweat and um, and for um, Chase. They're going to. But you didn't think Hurts. You didn't think Hurts was the guy. Hurts was the guy before you thought he was the guy. Who? who oh. Well, here's the thing. No, man, I don't know about that. I don't think Sam Howell has got is that got franchise guy written all over him. You're gonna pay. But neither and, did Hurts. Hurts. Hurts had the raw. He had everything that was raw, just like Howell. And then he developed. And I think that's what Hal is going to do. I think Hal is going to do the same yeah, but thing. You really have Maybe not time. be as great. You really, you th oh, so you think this new ownership, you got a new owner coming in. All right. You got a changing of the guard. It's a, it's a fairly, you're, you're putting again together a brand. You got to get people excited about coming back to FedEx field. And that's not going to happen with Sam Howe. It's going to you need a franchise quarterback to give you hope. A young rookie guy who has a lot of upside. They're going to bring him in on a rookie contract, and he's going to be the guy of the future. Sam Howe may start next year as a bridge guy, but Sam Howe is not the future of the Commanders. And you're going to sit here and Howell, say Sam Howe's not the problem. Again, well, Sam Howe is not the problem. They draft Sam Howe. What round was he drafted in? It doesn't matter. Remember it Brady. Matter. Remember it Brady. Does it doesn't matter. matter. Jalen Remember Hurts Brady was drafted in the second second round, second or third round. So he was a high draft. He was in a hot. I mean, and they got him because he potentially could be the guy. You know, they saw something in him and some intangibles there where he could come in. Right? They didn't. You yeah, said the same the thing about was, Hurts, but they also said he potentially could be that. Sam, nobody, nobody okay. in the NFL is sitting here saying that Sam Howell is a franchise quarterback. Nobody. He's not right now, but he's he's on, he's in line to be one. All he needs to do so is take have, the steps to get there. So we have a guest on, Julio. Julio, uh, welcome to Sportletics, where sports and politics mix and mingle. What's is that Julio Jones? Julio Jones, Jones on the touchdown. Uh, Julio Quintavious Jones. Get that full name right now. Shout out to the A. What's going on, y'all? But, but not. I mean, just to put the button on this topic because I know y'all want to go too far with it. Uh, yes, yeah, well, you can Howell, bring up the Atlanta Braves. We can go far with that if you like. Yeah, we we just lost Ron Washington, uh, one of the greatest coaches in MLB history. He's going to coach the Angels now, so that's going to hurt the Braves. We'll see what they do pitching wise this offseason. Not the but, Braves, the Falcons. Uh, ma'am, you said the Braves. I'm just trying yeah, to keep up with the, the host. I'm sorry. Okay, you want the Falcons? I give you the Falcons. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I meant the Falcons. That was one of the most falcony, falcony ways to ever lose a game you will ever see. The only the Falcons can lose to a team whose quarterback doesn't know the name of his teammates, who just signed two days ago, comes in, throws for a touchdown, runs for a touchdown, and beats the Falcons. Hopefully, we can get a new coach. Our coach is playing four D level genius chess, where he decided. We have three top 10 picks, and he's going to use them as decoys to fool everybody. So, yeah, that's what we're doing down here, man. That's the regime that's going on down here in Falcon land. But shout out to Heineke, man. He played well despite, you know, 
is what it yeah, is. Yeah, your your Falcons, your Falcons killed all of my parlays because I put them in the parlays because I believe they'd be okay. And when yes. that quarterback went out, when the quarterback went out, I said, I've just won it all. I've just won I've two parlays. I won two parlays and I got the Falcons. And then, like you said, this guy come off the street, Aguna. Aguna got behind the center and, and won the game, played like Fran Tarkenton or something. You got to be kidding me. That's the Falcons, man. I, I, I do want to say that, that thing the Falcons for ruining his day. I, I appreciate that, Falcons. And now you learned the lesson. You'll never bet on the Falcons again the rest of your life. I'll never bet on them for anything again. That's why they call them the Dirty Birds. Indeed. Of the South. Anything else before we move on with the NFL? Anything else? Uh, no, people need to leave Dak alone. He played well. Uh, I don't think oh, that coach does much to help him. Uh, I don't think their offense is that good or imaginative. Maybe Martavis Bryant, the carcass of him coming in, could help them a little bit. But, yeah, people are giving Dak too much grief, man. He played well, as did the Eagles. Uh, salute to them in that, in that push play. Uh, I, I think they need to stop doing that though, because eventually somebody's gonna try to hurt Jalen. That's that's the only thing I'm worried about. I don't want to. You ain't worried yeah, about Jalen getting hurt. I know I, 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 I am, that. man, because I just... think somebody's gonna do something dirty. But go ahead. Yeah, and and Dak did play decent. Like I said, his, some of his stats were, you know, because you're playing from behind, you got to throw. But he did feed it to um, to um, CD Lamb. CD Lamb, yes, yeah. he was beasting, and he almost got one at the end there for the walk-off touchdown. But at the end of the day, I think Dak again. Dak has been in the league for seven years now. He's supposed to play that way. He's supposed to win games like that. To be honest with you, they, I mean, they're paying them. They're, they're going next year. They'll probably restructure, but they're paying them like sixty million dollars. You know, you're paying the sixty. You're paying getting paid. You know, sixty million dollars. You know, you win games regardless, right? And to get out, you know, he didn't get – he lost to Jalen, basically, because the quarterbacks get the blame a lot of times for the wins and losses and stuff. But he did play well. But at the end of the day, he didn't make plays that he needed to make. That stepping out of bounds, I mean, that's a rookie mistake, you know. Some of those passes, I mean, Jalen only – had six incomplete passes all game. He only threw for 600, 200 yards. He had two touchdowns, but that's a typical Dak Prescott day. Dak played above and beyond what he normally does, didn't turn the ball over, and they still lost. I don't think the Cowboy fans should be as confident as they are right now because they're like, oh, we should have won because of the refs. No. They lost, and they played their best. So It's always the refs. To think about. How come it's always the refs? Well, that's Cowboys fan. But no, I, I wasn't saying that Dak played excellent. I was just saying the chatter went a quarterback or saying he that he didn't good. play he, well. He yeah, played that's, his, what I'm, that's he played all his I'm butt saying. off. Yeah, Dak he did play a really good game. Yeah, we'll be, yeah, yeah, I know Dak and Dak, Dak, Dak. He man. did. He just played a good game. You, I mean, I know you, you hate – we, have all, is, we I, all hate the Cowboys, the Cowboys, but Dak fans. played a good game. I've had to listen to Cowboy fans justify Dak for so long. And yeah, he played a good game, but again, he's a seven-year guy. He has sixty million dollars, whatever quarterback, multi-million dollar quarterback. He's supposed to do what he did, but he's also supposed to win the game and step up in those big moments where he has to. And stepping out of bounds, two-point conversion that would have put it, put the score within three. So now, as you get down to the six, now you're kicking for the tie. Okay, to kick the field goal for the tie goes to overtime. Anything can happen. That's why it's a game of inches. That's why Dak came up short. 
I mean, yeah, yes, he had a good game, but when it needed to be a play needed to be made, he didn't make the play. That's just the way it is. All right, skip. Man. So, all right, Julio, um, can you talk about anything with college football specifically? Um, uh, specifically, uh, Deion Sanders' team. Uh, things are not going well. Uh, <laughs> uh, they they've taken a, a sharp turn the other way, as we kind of all knew they would. We talked about this early. Uh, you know, prepare for next year. Uh, I don't think Deion's handling it that well. He's getting a little antsy and with some of the reporters after the games and he's kind of speaking about players in a way that you shouldn't speak about student athletes and just saying basically some of these guys ain't no good and they'll be replaced next year which is true <laughs> you just ain't supposed to say it but but they're, yeah. they get paid now they're, yeah, they're, not grown men. they're grown men they get paid now not all of those guys those colorado offensive linemen i don't think anybody knocking down their door for some NIL. they're giving them cheeseburgers and pizzas Good luck with that. All right. Hey, if, uh, hey Stacey, Stacey, can I say real quick, if anybody wants to do a future bet, I know it's, I don't want to hurt any, any anybody's feelings on the show, but take it's going to be the Ravens and the 49ers are probably going to be in the Super Bowl. The Ravens and the 49ers. If you do a futures bet crazy? now. Why would you I mean, say why, something like that? Why would that you even say that? And not include the Eagles. Yeah, why would you open your mouth? I mean, the Eagles are crazy like that. Because I, I halfway agree with you because I think the Ravens are playing at a high level. I do not think the 49ers are who we think they are. The 49ers yeah, are going to get healthy. They're going to get healthy again. Eagles aren't in it. But they still have Rock Purdy. The Eagles aren't in it. They're irrelevant. Yeah, but they're going to get healthy. Well, what well, did Purdy do? What did Purdy do last year in the game against the Eagles and the 49ers? Well, the man broke his elbow. What you want him to do? Uh, well, well, look, they added right. a pass rush. Exactly. That that helps things. And Debo comes back this week, so you know it's it's not yeah. out the realm of possibilities. Yeah, y'all just mark hey, this show, Stacy. Just mark this show. They're going to be no, in the Super Bowl. I'm you bet gonna, now. Put a hundred dollars on anything. If you're not putting the Eagles so in the Super Bowl, be a I can't even Ravens, believe you opened your mouth to say that. The Eagles will be in the playoffs. The Eagles will lose to the 49ers in the in the Are NFC. You, no, they'll in never lose game? to the 49ers. Yeah. No, where's they it going to be played? In Philadelphia. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it, that's that's going to matter. That's going to matter. If it's played, well, who the referee pays? Who the referee is going to be? Detroit. Detroit has the easiest schedule down the stretch. Oh, I know, Detroit, Detroit is always going to be Detroit. Detroit's going to shoot itself in the foot. Detroit's always going to be Detroit. How, how is it that that these teams who lost and didn't make it to the Super Bowl get the easiest schedules? It seems to me the teams that went to the Super Bowl, which means they played the most games out of the season. <laughs> Should be the ones who get the easiest schedules. It don't work like that. These bum teams get easy schedules. Uh, cousin Todd, can you come in and say no, ma'am? <laughs> no, ma'am. He cannot. He's getting his beard groomed. He's not, he doesn't have time to jump on right now. They're using sheep right sheep shears. They have to use sheep shears to get that beard groomed. It's hair of wool. wool That's hair. wool. <laughs> so, well, hey, that, hey, that beard's going to make somebody a nice sweater. 
Yeah, yeah, that, that's co- that's collectively bargained, and they decided the same way that the worst team gets the number one draft pick. They decided strength of schedule is always going to lean in the way of the bad teams get that you know get that easier schedule. Go look at uh, some of these guys. Like the Falcons schedule is really easy. The Rams schedule is really easy. There's a lot of these teams that that kind of got a cake schedule. But, but they're it's much also worse parody. than what we think. There's also parity in the league, right? So when you look at the Eagles schedule coming up. Kansas City on the road at Arrowhead, very difficult, tough to play um, in. But did Denver beat them in Kansas City this year? Yeah. I mean, but Denver beat Kansas City. I, I don't know if it's in Denver or Kansas City, but they now, won. They, they beat Denver, them in Denver and, lost, really and they game. barely lost in KC. It was a close one. Yeah. Right. And so they're not, they they're not, Kansas City's not to worry about. Don't worry about Kansas City. They're bums. Oh, I, oh I'm worried about them. But then you have Buffalo, right? So Buffalo Boom. again, they they, can, they have explosiveness. You know, they, they they may blow up, but they also have inconsistency. So you, sometimes Josh Allen, there's been a lot of talk there about Ken Dorsey's play calling, and you know, and by losing to the Bengals like they did this last weekend, there's a lot of question marks there because now they're they were third in the uh, AFC East. Now they moved up to two um, after the Jets lost. So they're sitting there on the bubble of the playoffs right now um, because of the inconsistent play. So that may be a winnable game in Philly. Then you also have the 49 er game, which I think is going to be an intense game because revenge. the Eagles want to shut them up and keep them at the lower seed. So I think that's going to be a good game. And then right after that, you have Dallas. So which is going to be a revenge game and maybe for the division because Dallas has four very easy games coming up. They play the Commanders. They play the Giants. They play the Panthers. I forgot who else they played. Some other scrub team that they can play. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, it pans out down the stretch. Like I said, Detroit has a very easy schedule. They don't play a team with a winning record. Uh, I don't think – I think they play one or two teams with a winning record, you know, for the rest of the remainder of the year. So we'll see. We'll see. Cowboys do have a tough schedule after they play the Eagles, though. I think Cowboys still have to play Miami, Buffalo, um, and I think they play Detroit, too. So that's going to be interesting. Ain't ain't nobody worried about no Detroit. No, nobody's worried about Detroit. Detroit's always going to be Detroit. Famous last Famous last word. I don't Stacey know what happened to Aguna. He got out of here. I'm sorry. Thank you. I was on mute. Let's move on to U.S. military. The U.S. military uh, carries out strikes, breaking news, carries out new strikes against a facility used by Iran in Syria. Um, this was written by Idris Ali today at 6.33 p.m., updated 27 minutes ago. You see the U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin at a news conference. Um, The United States, for the second time in recent weeks, make sure you can see that, carried out uh, strikes. I'm sorry, I'm trying to go back to it. On Carried out strikes today, thank you, against a weapons storage facility in eastern Syria that the Pentagon said was used by Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps and affiliated groups. As tensions soar 
over the Israel-Hamas conflict, U.S. and coalition troops have been attacked at least 40 times in Iraq and Syria by Iran-backed forces since the start of October. Um, Keith, let's start with you. The United States is no um, punk. Uh, <laughs> hitting us during this Israel-Hamas conflict, I don't think that's beneficial, do you? No. Nope. <clears throat> uh, you know, the United States is not a punk, but the people who run it are. They are punks. So, uh, you know, there's no telling what's going to happen here. Uh, uh, Biden is certainly slow and slack when it comes to defending the rights of the American people. So, and, uh, you know, his press secretary, that beautiful black woman, <laughs> give her credit, she's a pretty young lady, and yet she is very wrong with her ideas, is expressing, you know, the secretary, the state, you know, Jean-Pierre. She just... Okay. Uh, she can't seem to articulate. She won't speak. When they ask her questions, she doesn't seem to answer questions. All right. So I, 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 I'm I, not interested in that. Okay. Well, you Thank aren't, you. but I mean, it's, you, you asked, you said that this is, it's, you know, it's not a good thing. And no, it's not. What's happening uh, okay. with the United States? Uh, <clears throat> are we talking about the military strikes? Yeah. And he are went we... to, he went to Biden's press secretary, Julio. Let's talk about these military strikes because he went to. Uh, of course, he wants to bash. Stay focused. I know he's the senior That's on the cool. show, but sometimes he gets a little distracted. I see. So well, Julio, I was waiting for Julio to respond, not cousin Todd. Julio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a terrible thing. Once again, uh, the aggression leads to more aggression. So when we talk about these things, just think about it in this way, man. Uh, you know, say your neighbor has a swimming pool. Let's say you'd like to enjoy that swimming pool as well. And every once in a while, you just go out there and start swimming. And then eventually your neighbor comes out and says, hey, man, get out and wants to fight you. Uh, do you call your neighbor the aggressor or do you say your neighbor is the problem? No. When you have a base on every <laughs> nation almost and a ship in every ocean and you extend overextend yourself, uh, you tend to get into little dust ups like this. And let's not remember, we're not too far away from us assassinating Sumani, uh, one of their military leaders and a really beloved man over in that country. So, of course, during this conflict, uh, you were going to see some 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 aggression from them. Here's our response. And warmonger Joe, I, I, I just yeah, I'm really disappointed with Joe. Uh, I think he's taking the standpoint of doesn't uh, not wanting to look weak on the world stage and because of it has made i think our troops vulnerable and our position uh as as the arbiter of anything over here i i don't think we'll have final say on how this all ends because of things like this okay so let me ask steven uh i just saw that a u.s submarine was uh floating and seen in the waters in the middle east as a deterrent is that a good thing that President Biden is doing as we get uh, attacked by different countries in the Middle East? I don't know what Joe Biden should be doing. I don't know if he should be allowing submarines or ships or all of our troops or we should be fighting. I don't, this is really bizarre. This is something that we would not be going through except what happened in 2020. This is, you know, this is the, the results of an election that was whatever you want to call it. I know what the truth is. And this is what we have. And this is why we're in the, in the fix we're in right now. This is why the country is in a bad shape. 
That's why the world's in such bad this shape because we have somebody who is president and we have an administration that should not be running anything. This is why everything's going to get much worse. And if you're on that side, then you really got to come to, to, to yourself as a reflection because this is, this is the time to, to come to, to, to think for yourself something's not right. This should never happen. We should never be on the brink of World War III, but we are because – of the one big reason is because the administration that we have right now, we don't have a strength. We don't have a, we don't have a man in charge that has any strength or, okay. or, or the whole side has no strength. Point. But they're okay. not that they just don't have okay. strength. They're on the side of, they're on the side let, of our you enemies. You gotta let them talk. The left, them talk the left is on the side years. of our enemies. That's why we give Iran when okay, uh, Obama was in we give Iran money. When, uh, uh, when, when Biden's in office, we give them more money. We're on the side of our enemy. Okay, that's why we're Steven, gonna. That's you. why we're gonna thank lose. Thank you, Stephen. Cousin Todd. Lose okay, what? what now are you I can't about? even. Our country <laughs> and our lives. Your country and your life. Everybody, we're gonna You're gonna lose your country and your life. You're gonna lose your country and your life because of people like you. Because of people like you. Yeah, because over I'm on the side and of the over left. And left. Go ahead, Todd. Let's talk, Todd. I'm not going to Everybody waste my died word. in vain. Are you crazy? Okay, <laughs> thank you. Now, why don't you just mute them? Now, I have to waste my time correcting nonsense. Um, <laughs> these people have been fighting for generations, long Century. before Joe Biden. Right. I just said, because I thought he could understand this generation, your parents' generation, their parents' generation. So I thought perhaps he could understand that a little bit better than centuries. That's far beyond his reach. Who they, they, it, them. them. <laughs> okay. And Joe so, Biden. Th right. And so these people have been warring for generations, centuries. So it's not Joe Biden's fault. Joe Biden had nothing to do with that. And so, uh, I do not want us to get bogged down in a war between uh, people who've been warring forever. So uh, we should back out of that and we should mind our how own do we business. Back out, how do we back out and not support Israel? Let me show you this We do support article. Israel, but we, we should don't have this we support article both by sides. Israel Hayam. IsraelHayam.com, uh, Israeli troops surround Gaza City and the U.S. confirms a nuclear submarine in area. Several Ohio-class submarines carry cruise missiles and the capability to deploy with special operation forces. So it's unclear if the submarine operating now in the middle just carries nuclear ballistic missiles. And I think they have it incorrect, this particular submarine that um, they are talking about. They carry ballistic missiles. They are not a nuclear submarine from the United States, but I'm going to get the correct article. Uh, Aguna? I mean, or Todd, really did you want to finish about? before Aguna? We're talking about uh, a submarine. United States sent submarines into the Middle East as it, a deterrent, but they sent ballistic so let me, so let's, missiles let's just be submarines. Clear. Let's just be clear. Submarines have always been there. You know what I'm saying? They're just announcing it just because it's part of the whole... The strategy is saber rattling. Okay, we have the largest military in the world. All right, our Coast Guard is the seventh largest navy in the world. Just our Coast Guard. I'm not even talking about. It. We got seven 
or I think we had seven or 14, but somewhere between that number of carrier battle groups, each carrier battle group is right. pretty much larger than most countries' okay. air forces. So well, here's we the thing. That, but there is no thing, there's no country on this planet that can really mess with the United States. Despite everybody saying, oh, we're weak and all this other stuff. And, uh, we don't right. have enough battleships, even though we don't yeah. use battleships anymore. Well, that's silly, so, right. <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah, they're carrying out strikes. Because you have such a big fist, you're walking with a hammer around here, right? You got Israel, who is has a hammer too, and you got the Palestinians and Hamas, which is, they basically, they don't even have a slingshot. You know what I mean? And I'm glad you said Palestinians you and Hamas, because they're right? two separate um no, they're not. Organizations. No, they're not. Right, right. Hamas see, Hamas we talked about this on the last show. Shut up, Stephen. Go ahead. Don't, well, stop lying. No constraint. Stop Shut lying. up, Stephen. You already talked. You already talked. When you show constraint and you're the number one economy, the number one military in the world, you come in there, you see a conflict happening, and you say to one side, Israel, hey, let's slow down. Let's not attack because, again, we can wipe these people out. That's not being pro-Hamas. That's being pro-peace. Pro-peace doesn't mean you're for the terrorists. You're supporting them. I mean, you got to have some humanity here. And what's happening is when you go in there and you're starting to see the footage of babies getting killed, all this massive bombing, you're giving Hamas what they want. They, they, they provoke Israel into this conflict to make Israel look bad. And so as the United States comes in there and says, look, you know, you're, you're going, the path you're going is leading towards war crimes, this is a humanitarian crisis, you're doing things over the top, you can only blame Hamas so many times before you yourself have to be accountable for this stuff. And that's right. not wrong for the U.S. to say. We've said that for centuries in other conflicts around the world to our friends, all right? So that being of itself is actually a sign of strength. Now, sending a submarine over there with all these missiles, that's what we've had over there anyway. We got, we, I mean, we don't even have to send a sub right there. We can, we can shoot a missile from Colorado over there to where and hit somebody on the nose if we want to. That's how good our technology is. So this is just a sign of sign of force. So again, it's not here nor there. Our military is the best in the world and will continue to be. Okay, thank you. Right. I have we still to don't want on. to get bogged down in this conflict where um, you have uh, the rest of the world looking at America like, wait a minute, you're siding with Israel and they're continuing to kill innocent people. Exactly, cousin Todd. That that that's what I was trying to articulate. You you actually strengthened China's position to come in and be the uh, the the people right. to negotiate with, and then make themselves bigger on the world stage, where they get more partnerships going and getting things going in the way that they want. So again, I'm criticizing Biden from the left, and my position is. There were times where we told Israel no, where they had gone too far. Ronald Reagan famously hung up the phone uh, after talking to Began. Look, look, you got to stop. You've gone too far. You got to stop. You know what they did? They stopped. Why? Because that country can't function without U.S. aid of four billion dollars a year. And because of that, we do have a little bit of leverage in those talks to tell them, like, look, you're going too far. You're, you're not only disrupting your own relationship with the world, but you're creating a scenario to where you're going to be looked at as the South Africa of this day. So, yeah, this is going terribly. Right. Well, Bill Clinton also told them to stop uh, building on Palestinian land, and so did Barack Obama. They ignored them. Yeah, that turned into a big dust-up when Obama made the... Because Obama was, you know, he's well-studied in this stuff. Uh, remember, 
Obama was a hard leftist before he went to school and figured out where he could make a lot of money and also become president if he centered his positions a little more. So he knew this stuff well. And he he called he he called for it and they immediately said he was anti-Israel and all this other right. stuff, the smears. So he eventually came back and negotiated with them in a fair way and they continued the settlements. But a, a big part of this is most Americans don't know the day-to-day -day life of Palestinians. When you live in occupied territory where you have to have a pass to go to certain areas, you're, you're not allowed to walk down certain streets just because of your ethnicity, where you're basically living in a place where you can't vote and your voice doesn't matter. Guess what happens? You embolden people who become terrorists. You embolden the people who seem like they're going to get something done. And that's why we get Hamas. So one um, day they tell us, you no, can't figure out where those true. Hamas fighters are, no. uh, you know, at the initial fight. And then next week, then they tell us, oh, we, were no, we, know, where all the we know where all the tunnels are. And we're bombing them strategically. Oh, so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of nonsense. Here. Elementary. That's a bunch of garbage out of your mouth. Excuse goes. me. The house, please look at CNN.com. The House passes a resolution to censor Talib over Israel comments. Their talk, uh, this was written by Claire Foran, Melanie Zanona, Ann Grayer, and Morgan Rimmer. Uh, updated <clears throat> 828 a.m. today. So basically, Congresswoman, the first Palestinian American Congresswoman, you can see her there. made a comment and yeah, the, the, the only yeah. palestinian congresswoman uh, and, and i think we got to add that as well yeah the only this, terrorist this, this, the so only this, terrorist yeah this, this is a disgusting rashida so on tuesday we yeah, have the house passed a gop-led resolution on tuesday to censor representative rashida Tlaib over comments critical of israel <sighs> and in like support of palestinians amid israel's war against Hamas. One of the things she said was basically that Palestinians are human. And she says, I can't, you see it here, I can't believe I have to say this, but Palestinian people are not disposable. We are human beings just like anyone else. Aren't they, Keith? Aren't they human beings just like anyone else and they're not disposable? Yes, they are human beings like anyone else. And that is why they must be subject to the same laws as everyone else, international laws, the same laws. Mm -hmm. And Hamas is a, uh, is a sort of thuggish wing of the Palestinians. It's sort of like, um, like what we have here when you have, um, well, in Mexico, you have the cartels who are a thuggish wing of Mexico and so forth and other uh, type of South, you know, South American uh, regimes. So that's what, what laws is. Is bomb Mexico? What and law is this? Same, what law are you talking about? I'm talking what about law international talking about? law. International International law? law? Yeah, that's so the international. Law. So the well, international let me, let me community governs let me, Palestine. Let me answer your question. No, let me finish. Don't I, don't, I, I don't mouth. understand it. No, let, don't put words in my mouth. I'll tell you what I what you law. You said I'm international law. Talking about international law, the international rules of war, the laws that apply. That's, to that's all not the, the same thing. Yes, Wars are between nation states. The law of nations is exactly. the same for all So we're all not talking nations. about a nation. Right? And that is the, the rule of combat. That, that's the strike, thing you're not getting not here. Not to strike against, uh, you know, not to strike against those who are non-combatives. And that's what has happened, to, you know, with the uh, Palestinians. 
on the Palestinian side, those who are non-combatant on the Palestinian side, let me just say this. Those who are Palestinians, uh, I don't know how they call that a, a state, but those who are Palestinians who are non-combatives are captive, are held captive and used as human shields by Hamas. And then when Israel strikes back at Hamas, they put those people in the way and then tell the world that we, right. have, we have attacked them. Isn't that right, Stephen? That's 100% correct. Wait, 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 and these people are going back to back. It's Hamas is the devil, not Israel. Hamas is the devil. You're attacking and they're saying, I'm, I'm blaming you for our... What, Stacy? what are you doing? Yeah, I'm saying you're blaming. Oh, I'm sorry. Everything I was talking. I thought, I thought I was... Yeah, I was on mute, but I thought you guys heard me. I was saying, go ahead, Aguna, um, make your comment really quickly. You know, Congresswoman, no, Salise, I was just saying again, a comment. This is, this is a, but wait a minute, is, address the comment typical... she said. Her, wait, address the comment she said. She you're, said you're from the river the to the sea, right? Didn't she say that? Yeah. What she said got sent to the river to the, the sea. Palestinians are people too. And they're censoring her for exercising freedom of speech, which we say in this country is part of our mantra or constitution. We exercise hey, freedom hey, of speech. Hey. He says, hey, Palestinians are people hey. too. And then all of a sudden you censor her because Palestinians, like Stephen are saying, are terrorists. She's a terrorist because she's saying, be human about, you know, yeah, people, it, this is where Israel gets a black eye. Because again, if you can't even have a conversation mm -hmm. about peace, if you can't be the arbiter of saying, okay, I can destroy these people, but I show restraint because at the end of the day, I don't want to look like the aggressor and the bad guy. I know what they did was bad, but somewhere somebody has to be <laughs> the voice of reason. Israel shows if, restraint. If that's anti-Israel or that's anti-peace, I mean, there's a whole different there's a whole different conversation. Israel shows we restraint. We're being, we're yeah. being hypocrites and bigots. That's basically what you yeah. want. And that's right. And let me say this to just to put an exclamation mark to, so that people will know how hypocritical Stephen and Keith are. Oh, please. Stephen says, um, those people, January 6th, they're political prisoners. They're locked up. They're political. So the innocent right. just, okay. So the, some of those people are innocent, right? According to you. So they should not 99%. be jailed, right? According to you, I wonder so what the difference the innocent is. Innocent people. <laughs> I wonder. No, what I'm the not like is. you. I'm not a racist like y'all are. I'm not a racist. I don't care. The, I don't yes, care the race are, of people. Steven. I believe in the human Steven. race. You're, You're the racist. racist. You're, You're the racist, racist. Stephen. Now you hate Jews. You hate racist. Jews because they're white. So nobody said that. See, see? you hate Jews see, because they're white. I don't hate anybody. Don't get I don't hate anybody. You know what? You know what it is. You know what? Let me say this, Stacey. What it is is we have Iran. We have Iran that supports the Hezbollah. This is what they want to do. Iran, Hezbollah, Hamas, all these groups. They want to wipe out Israel. They want to kill every Israeli. Stop talking. Shut up. I know. I know these people. I know these people. Shut up, Aguna. What they want to do is kill every Jew. So you finally can't. the Jews in you Israel can't. said, screw no, you. We're going to kill every one of you, Hamas. So what they said was, you people that are Palestinians, get your ass down south. So Hamas, stop these people. 
Tomas, stop this. Shut up, Aguna. Okay, Steven, Tomas, stop these people. The bad guy is Hamas and Iran, not Israel. If you're on that side, then you're on the side that's evil, and you're either too stupid or ignorant to know what's right, or you're just evil. You have one group of people that want to live in peace, and everybody else wants them to be wiped off the map. You support Adolf Hitler. You support Hamas. You are, y'all are all Adolf Hitlers because you want all the Jews to die. If you support Tlaib, if you support the, the Hamas, if you protest Israel, then you are Adolf Hitler. You are no different because they are the group of people, just like Hitler said, we want you all to die. We're going to kill every one of you. Don't you understand? Yeah. There's a group of people that they want to take off this earth. Israel doesn't want to do that. But listen to me, Christian, Christian Aguna, Catholic Christian Aguna. After they kill all the Jews, they're going to kill you too. You're an idiot. Y'all a bunch of idiots. Y'all a bunch of idiots. You're supporting people who want to kill you. Hey, gay people. Gay people. These people you support. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? <laughs> look at this guy, Stacy. Look at yeah, this guy. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> the more you talk, the dumber Hamas. We love Hamas. And Keith, the more you talk, him. the dumber we get. He man. just laughs at him. That's the shame. <laughs> hey, he's like, he's like a monster. Right, I gotta move man. on. Well, Stacy, but before you move on, can, can I just speak to the Talib uh, moment, just just real quick? Yes, please. Like this is similar oh to 2001, gosh. where we're getting to this point where not only are we censoring speech, but we've become so close to being fascist that we've decided, okay, this is above board and this is not, and we're playing these word games with people where an old mantra that they've used for decades, from the river to the sea, Palestine shall be free, which is a mantra that any people would use who were abused, that would be their thing. And we've played this word game now to where we're saying, oh, well, you're for genocide. And then we see these interviews where they sit down and they say, do you condemn, do you condemn Hamas? Do you condemn Hamas? And immediately the person, immediate trained person says, of course I condemn Hamas. This conversation isn't about Hamas. This conversation is about the treatment of the Palestinian people. So when you cut off people's water, food and access to uh, medical supplies and then bomb them, you're actually violating uh, international law. So that is the group that uh, is violating international law. And back to the Talib moment, we got 20 Democrats uh, who decided to <laughs> censor Talib. So that shows you how far leaning uh, the war machine goes. And when you look at the funding of all of these uh, Democrats who voted to censor Talib, what you find is a whole lot of money from APAC whole lot of money from defense contractors. So this is not just a Republican thing. So we can't do that thing where we point at the re terrible Republicans and talk about how no, uh, they claim to be conservatives. It's a human thing, though. No, no, no. We can't yeah, even yeah, on but the we show, have to call out who, we can't articulate wrong. the human element of what's going on and even talk to that and claim oh, to be indeed. And indeed. Israel can do no wrong. And if we just speak about peace, that somehow, if we're talking peace and that's somehow anti-Israel, and what are we really doing here? We're, we're speaking to the propaganda. And to have a, a Stephen, mm -hmm. a white guy, call me a Nazi because I'm saying, hey, let's have peace. Yeah, I mean, what, does right. that, what does that say about him? What does that say about anybody who would even say something like that? That means they're ignorant. They don't yeah, know his stupidity. Yeah, and and, and, and uh, say, say a prayer for all the six.
if you can't do that, don't be on the show. If you right. can't articulate a thought logically, don't be on this show. That's all I'm saying. Indeed, Aguna. But but let, let's say a prayer for all the young 16 to 18-year-olds in America who grew up with Bernie Sanders as their patriot saint of great po uh, politics, and they saw Bernie wilt this week. Uh, Bernie would not even stand up and say a ceasefire uh, should be allowed. So one hero bites the dust for a lot of young folks, man. They really look up to that Bernie is Jewish. Guy. Bernie is Jewish. That should have nothing to do with justice. But it does. No, again... Being Remember, a Jew Jews and, Atari, and believing in Judaism you, has nothing are, to do with Zionism. Well, Two different if things. Somebody if somebody already expressed to you, and, if the KKK says that orders. we're going to hang blacks and we're going to kill all blacks, and then Margaret Sanger said we are going to commit genocide against all blacks by using abortion, what would you say to that? I would say your analogy is not kill only inaccurate but stupid. Right. That means kill all the Republicans. <laughs> all yeah, of them. Exactly. Kill them all. We're not falling for the okie doke Keith. We're not falling for the okie doke Keith. That was I ignorant. rest my case. Stop. Yeah, you should right. rest, rest that case. case. Set it on fire and throw it away and never bring it out again. Yeah, that's right. Thank I, you. I, I just want this, look, to stay, look. Today, if you guys aren't up to the challenge of being logical and reasonable, I, it's not our fault. Well, I'll I'm leave it to the audience. Thank you. I'm sorry if All right, thank you. I got to move on. I'll leave it to so, the audience. Former President Trump's Please, daughter yeah. testified Please. today. Let's start with Cousin Todd to talk about. You see this uh, screen. I'm sharing CNN.com. Ivanka Trump's testimony in New York civil fraud trial by Dan Berman. It was written today, updated at 6.22 p.m., um, she testified today in New York against her father and his company, where she discussed her role in negotiating loans for Trump's purchases of Doral and the old post office. Um, what did you get from her testimony? Here are the takeaways from her testimony uh, today, Cousin Todd, before I say what they said. Do you want to say what you got from it? Um, I got the same thing I got when her brother testified. We don't know anything. We leave that up to the lawyers and the accountants. So we don't know anything, which is nonsense because when uh, that place was purchased, they had the square footage. And so you knew the square footage. So when you sold it and you tried to pretend, for example, if Stephen were to sell his house or apartment, he could not put down that it is 30,000 square feet when he knows it's 13,000 square feet. If you do that, you will go to jail. You see, you can't because what he wanted to do was convince the bank that it was worth more than what it was. If you do that, Stephen, you will go to jail. So, why is it Donald Trump can do that and you say, it's a witch hunt. They're just trying to get... You would normally say, that is wrong. Nobody is above the law. You can't do that. And he not only did it once, he did it over and over and Because over it's a again. witch hunt. Because it's a witch hunt. And wait, anybody that's in wait, business, wait, they do wait, business. They do business. <laughs> Everybody does business. You can't make this stuff up. It is a witch hunt. Wait a minute. Yeah, he's in New York. This woman, Ray, this woman, can't, can't, all she wanted to do was take Donald Trump time. out. Okay. So let, yeah. make, let me give you a break. 
Okay. Oh, wait, go ahead, so, Stephen. Make your point. No, yeah, no, no, all no. they want to do is stop Donald Trump any way they can. Okay, wait, Donald they Trump they one time. Donald they Trump jaywalked. Donald Trump jaywalked one time. And they want to put him in jail for it because in Connecticut, you can go to jail for jaywalking. It's all garbage. We don't know it's garbage. We're going to act like we're all stupid, right? Intellectual dishonesty. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just talk so nobody will hear you. Yeah, it was nice hearing Cousin Todd. Everybody wants to put... You started to speak facts and he got offended. Okay, so like I was saying, Stephen talked all around the point if Stephen did that, pretended his house or apartment was worth more than what it really was, he would go to jail. Now, when Stephen used to have common sense- I don't think he'd sense, go to jail. I, I think no. you're exaggerating. He wouldn't go to jail. He would go to jail. He's a poor no. white boy. They throw people like him in jail. Now, look, mm. this is what they I'm do these. Yeah, you. these days they do. Not just mine. Or even if they didn't commit a crime, okay. they do that now. <laughs> now Stephen, In January 6th, ask those guys. They haven't even been convicted. Stacey did this. this is My point person. I was making was this, this is, this nobody is, is above the law, <laughs> which is what Stephen right used to eyes. say. You can't be above the law. You can't do things and get away with it. And Stephen said, so, well, rich people do it all the time. That's just the way it is. <laughs> okay, thank you. So I didn't do this. I'm going to let Stephen respond. Stephen, you have a few seconds to respond. Right. If I didn't do this. On point, Excuse Stephen. me. It was it was you Aguna won't. who did it. Aguna if got he was, riled up like Aguna loves if, to do. If he, if Donald, listen, Stacey, it's really easy. It's real easy, Stacey. If Donald Trump, if Donald Trump was not running for president, if Donald Trump was not kicking everybody's ass by a thousand. Then none of these uh, things would be happening with court. But these are like people what? who are fraudulent. These are people who are corrupt. These are bad people that are doing what they're doing because they are showing you how bad the system Donald is. It's all kangaroo court. It's all BS. And if you don't know it, then you're extremely stupid. And I don't feel okay, sorry for you. you. I, 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 don't, I don't because I think all of y'all are just a bunch of liars. And you love to lie. And you love to and you love to live on the side that's going to get you in trouble eventually. By simply okay, thank telling you, the these guys, the judge. <laughs> thank you, Stephen. That, oh my God! Go ahead, the judge and is corrupt. I really got to move dance. on. Everybody dance is corrupt. Dance. 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 Donald Trump. Yeah. All right, say. Everybody's corrupt. Okay. Except All right. Donald I gotta Trump. Move on. About Donald Trump may have some corruption, but he doesn't deserve to go what he's going through. And if he wasn't running for president, he wouldn't be going through any of this. And that's a fact. And you know it's a fact. No, that's so stop, opinion, stop, so. stop being a, you know, it's, that's you over. Are, are keep keep pushing us that way. <laughs> so as an American citizen, you should want him to be held accountable if he's running for the highest office in the land. I want him to be held accountable, but not in New York, where this woman campaigned what? on taking no, Donald no, Trump no, down. This one, this one, you know this. No, you know it. It's 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 political persecution, Aguna. Aguna, Aguna, you have no argument. Aguna, I'm sorry, you don't have no argument. She's doing this for political reasons because she hates him and she doesn't want him to run for president. We That's why all of this is happening. So whatever you say, it's BS. It's BS. I'm tired of listening to your garbage. Y'all okay, understand. Okay, you got to stop. He put himself in this on. position. 
There's a saying. He, he needs okay, a mental give someone a stick to beat you with. Never give someone a stick Aguna. to beat you with. He gave him a stick. Okay, you gotta stop. Because he broke the law. Stop. Okay. Aguna. Thank you. Stop. Aguna. You're giving him excuses. He did that years ago. Accountability. Aguna. Aguna. Okay, I mean, he said he wanted to Thank hold him accountable. Then he runs and says he shouldn't be accountable. That's, that's okay, ridiculous. U.S. elections results. We're running out of time. We got to do this as a roundtable. U.S. election results, takeaways. Let me share my screen. Let's start with if Keith. If he wasn't Liz running for Steven, president, we wouldn't do it back. Sure. Julio, yeah, we wouldn't do nothing to him. Then Julio, then Aguna, so transparent. then Cousin Todd. Jobs, if make, you, if you make me want to puke. You, know you make me want to puke. See how Aguna just did that? You see how Aguna just did it? Did you see how Aguna just did it? You make me want to see. He just started it. He started it. Okay. When I'm starting to move on, and then the Todd comes in. This is like a little, like a three card Marley show, a three card Marley on the show. Aguna gets even going, and then Todd comes in and blames me, and then it's all fun and games. So someone gets their eye poked out. Let's go with U.S. elections for ten. I'm gonna put that on a T-shirt. Let me share this screen. You make me want to puke. Takeaway from the elections in Virginia, Ohio, Kentucky, and more by Gregory Krieg. Oh it was written today, November 8th, updated 523 a.m. Um, elections really were good for Democrats, right? The parties plot their strategies. There were a lot of um, there were a lot of local elections in different states and a lot of democrats won this article says that governor glenn youngkin the virginia republican who believed he could crack one of the most intractable issues in american politics with the promise of reasonable abortion restrictions will not lead a gop controlled legislature in the commonwealth of virginia the commonwealth of virginia the gop legislature denied the party control of the state senate and put a swift end to both his plan for a 15-week abortion ban and rumors he might pursue a 2024 presidential bid. Let's start with Stephen. Stephen, you are in Virginia. What happened with that? I can't wait to hear this. Too many, too many people have bloodlust. That's the problem. It's bloodlust. They want the, the blood of babies to flow down the streets, and that's all they care about. It's the only thing they really voted on was the fact that they wanted the un unlimited abortion until after the baby's born, and then they put it in a closet, and then the woman tries to decide if she wants it or not, to talk to the doctor, maybe to bring somebody else in. I don't know. But this is what the Democrats um, want. And this is what the Democrats <laughs> want. This is why the Democrats want, because it's, it's, it's what they want. But you know what? I'm extreme. I'm extreme because I believe in life. I believe in life. But I'm extreme. But these people on the left that voted for these Democrats, the main thing that it was was abortion. So these people voted to kill babies. The most interesting thing in the world. You know what? It was a suggestion. It was a suggestion. Okay, thou shalt not Stephen. kill. Thou shalt not kill was a suggestion, I guess. Right? No. no. People should be ashamed of themselves and God is going to punish this country and I'm going to sit back and laugh although Thank I'm going to be you. I'm going to be Thank going you. down with the rest of this shit. I guess. Thank you, Keith. Not unless I repent. Move to Europe. How did the elections go 
Keith, how did the elections go for you in California? And what do you think about the Democrats sweeping the country? What did that say for President Trump? He doesn't really know what's going on, Uh, Stacey, so he's going to make this up. Well, what What did that say of of President Trump's support of Republicans when all the Democrats won? Well, I'm not surprised. I mean, in California, this is California. So, But I wanted to comment about what Stephen said. Uh, You know, I, I agree with him 100%. And I'll give you the constitutional perspective, Stephen. Uh, so that you can be, uh, you know, right. armed uh, in defense. Yeah, I know. It's, I know what you're going to say. Says here, yeah, yeah, it says that the yeah. abortion, mm-hmm. because basically uh, what they have done was taken Roe v. Wade and gone beyond Roe v. Wade by giving it, you know, the, it's back at the states. So that's fine. But then the oh. states can now say, in contradiction to the United States Constitution, they can now, you know, go beyond Roe v. Wade in terms of uh, abortions. St- hey, 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 key, key, key. Yeah. Have a drink of water. Go lay down. Go, go lay down. The Constitution yeah. says <laughs> that the supreme law of the Todd, land. You're, we can't see you, Todd. I don't want the Constitution. To be seen. This Constitution <laughs> and the laws of the United States. This Constitution and the laws of the United States shall be supreme law of the land. When you and pull up at the drive-through, do you start talking to them about the Constitution? Thereof. And I just wonder. <laughs> anything in the Constitution or the laws of any state, the laws of any state, to the contrary, notwithstanding. So any okay, state thank you. that gives a law, makes a law contrary to the Constitution, shall not stand. And these people will be judged by God, if not by the people. So, so, the people so okay, thank wrong. you. But no, that's, thank that you. doesn't follow. Julio. I got you, Aguna. I got you, Aguna. I'll probably right. real quick. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so ultimately, uh, they the dog chased the car, and the dog finally caught the car. But the dog found out cars weigh a lot. So the GOP had this pipe dream about Roe v. Wade, and for years they talked about what they were going to do and how they were going to dismantle it. Well, down. it finally happened, and guess what? It's not as popular as they thought it was. Matter of fact, it's extremely unpopular to the point of where they're losing winnable elections because their pet project that they wanted so badly, they finally got what they wanted. And now they're finding out, uh, I don't know, man. I, I thought people were for democracy. I thought people decided that votes matter. I thought people could understand that, hey, maybe your position is just not that popular, Stephen and Keith. Maybe oh, this good. is something uh, you yeah. want. More people can go to hell. A, I don't care. As go a to hell. Older, as an older, irrelevant demographic, what you think just doesn't matter as much. And I go guess the young folks care. just told you that. It doesn't. Yeah, good luck with yeah that. go to hell. Who cares? We're actually doing you a favor okay. by having you on the show and having you express your craziness. I mean, yeah, so crazy. It's so crazy not to want to kill babies. I'm the crazy one because I don't want babies to die. I'm the crazy one. I'm the extremist because okay. I don't want babies to get that's killed. You want to murder you babies. You support before. the murder of you babies. But I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. You're sick, man. You're sick. Y'all are all sick. Y'all have something's wrong. Okay. Stop. Stacey, let me just make my point real quick. Okay. Like I said before on this show, all right, the thing about Roe v. Wade or this abortion debate, it is a big government debate for me. I'm like, look, it's between your God, your family, and your doctor. The government should stay out of it, all right? And what's going on and what the Supreme Court ruled is that let the states decide, right? So now the states are deciding and you're seeing where the people in these states are saying, you know what, we want 
our state government out of our bedrooms, out of our private lives. Okay. You can be pro-abortion, anti-abortion, but that's up to you as an individual decision. Because what's happening is each of these cases, and as men, I mean, we're, we're men on this show, right? You're trying to debate what women do with their bodies, and every situation is unique and different. There are cases in which that you can't get an abortion, even though the fetus is non-viable, and you have to carry that baby to term. There's cases in which women have cancer and they have to go through chemotherapy. So they have to have an abortion because otherwise if they do the chemotherapy or they can't do it because they can't do it because they are pregnant and because they, and they're going to lose their lives because they can't get abortion. These are case by case scenarios. And what the people are voting on is the ability for families to decide what their healthcare, their, their medical treatment and not for people men who are claimed to be Christians or disconnected from the situation to arbitrarily call people baby killers because you don't know what these individual situations are. So what they're saying is not, hey, we're pro-abortion. They're saying is we are pro-privacy. It's up to our individual um, situation and it's the government needs to stay out of it. That's what it's a state. It's a government debate. Stop trying to play to the cheap seats and call people baby killers when it's really a big government debate. It's up to you as an individual to decide in your family. The government stays out of it, period. Is that the government doesn't stay out of it. Government government the government says it's legal. The government doesn't okay, stay out you. of it. The government so lets you get out of the choice, right? They don't ban it. Screen, they don't arbitrary do a, why can't a woman kill her baby that's two weeks old? Why can't a woman kill a baby that's a month old? You should have choices. So a woman should carry Thank a you. baby. Thank you. A woman can kill a baby whenever she wants. No. So, Stephen, okay. if your significant other had cancer and got pregnant, you don't that think they do that. They make the they right make exceptions, die. Aguna. They make exceptions. Bull crap. They make exceptions. You're lying. You are lying. They don't make nobody go through that. You're a liar. They don't. Okay, all right. I can't have there you all keep going on. We have to move on. There is, if you look at the screen, but there is a line. Why wouldn't you make the point that there are no exceptions? Rape, that, and that, that's an important. There are important. no exceptions. Now, but they we won't do that. They don't say that. There's always exceptions. There's always exceptions. No, there's not always exceptions. There's always exceptions. You're a liar. Thank you. You're a liar. There is right now. You're saying that you're losing the argument. We know better. Right now, there is the Republican presidential debate, which is live now, and they are sparring over the Trump-Israel-Hamas war. So I'm going to stop uh, sharing that. Watch the debate if you're interested. Uh, it has uh, gone down to less people who are running. Um, and I think you may find their viewpoints interesting. Well, so I, I, that, I, I'll tell you what the viewpoints are. I'm a stronger advocate of Israel. I'm a stronger advocate. Of, that, that's what they're going to do. They're going to try to one-up each other on how much of a war hawk they are. It's going to be sad. Okay. All right. We're out of time to our first responders in our communities. You make our lives livable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our women and men of the U.S. military for all that you do as you're out there in the Middle East sacrificing your lives for us. So we are free to say whatever we choose on this show. We are forever indebted on behalf of Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican. Government, stay out my bedroom. Keith. 
<laughs> the constitutional conservative. <laughs> he didn't want the Steven. government to stay out of his bedroom and nor did Stephen. <laughs> the independent thinker. Kill that baby. Yeah. Kill that baby. Ah, kill that baby. Coolio. Idiots, man. Idiots. You just idiots. Thank you, you for joining us, The Jews should kill yeah. all Palestinians, men, women, and children. The Palestinians want to kill all the Jews. The little right, babies that can kill them. You don't sound like a Christian. Okay. The ones that are going to grow up. Really, stop. Man, stop. And my cousin Todd. I shall not kill I'm Stephen. Stacey Johnson. Let's keep this conversation going on. Um, you guys flow. got me forgetting everything. Do we need, do we need to put a on the flow. Order on on Stephanie. Aguna. That's Aguna. Right. Aguna. Aguna. Sorry, Please sorry, stop. Okay, Please watch us on the Flow Television Network by uh, Stephanie Stallworth, Twitter, X, TikTok, Instagram, Threads, and we'll Blue see sky. you next. Well, no, we're not on Blue Sky. <laughs> And we'll see you next week. Good night. Hey, Stephen, what, what's your skin routine? What's your skincare routine? Hey, and is that, uh, did you get that clock from Gilligan's Island? Is that a Gilligan's Island clock? What is going no, on that's here? from Captain D's. You need to D's. navigate your thoughts. You need to navigate that's Captain that D's. You get a 10-piece shrimp, two-piece filet, and you get that <laughs> it clock. It does look like it's from Captain D's. It actually, it actually is from Captain D's. This is the thing, Stephen. You don't know that you're a contradiction walking. You said, uh, he does, he he all Captain D's nuts. And then you what? say, you flip and say, you, you want to kill babies in America. You want to kill babies. What, I don't understand. What, what are you saying there? How did I contradict well, you, myself? You don't understand most things. That's you no, I don't. Yeah, that's what I say what that I'm saying is that you contradict yourself. You, you're worried about <laughs> babies. You're worried about babies in the Middle East getting killed, but you don't care about all the babies that are aborted. They're really babies. They're not. They're not anything else but babies. But these people on the left. They want more babies no, to be killed. They want uh, they want more babies to die. That argument on the right as well. I don't care for losing an argument on the right. It's not about right or left. It's about well, right or wrong. You just said it was. You just said it was. You just no, said I'm saying the left. I'm saying I'm not saying it's about no. What I'm saying is I'm saying the right is not going to do anything. The left. What I'm saying is it's wrong to kill babies. It's Steven, wrong to kill babies. They do. They don't care that most of the babies look like them. Most of the babies look like you, Aguna. You, Todd. You, Julio. It is true. That's where they put the abortion clinics is in black neighborhoods. Every two or three in a black neighborhood. I go to these neighborhoods. They They're want these people to kill them. It's been like it forever. It's a way to kill black people. And black people are so brainwashed. They say, we have to be for killing babies. Brainwashed? All you do is repeat talk from YouTube. You're a moron. Idiot. Seriously, they don't understand All nothing. If you support abortion, then you're the clan. You are the Ku Klux Klan if you support abortion. One at a time. Yeah, Nobody again, can hear anything I just you're want saying. I have my own choice. I don't want the government to make a choice for me. Is that you something? can't have a choice to kill somebody, Aguna. If that baby is two days if old, you can't kill it. 
How can you kill it when it's when it hasn't been born in two days? How can you kill the same baby two days before it's born? But you can't kill it two days after. It's still a damn baby. You were on the wrong side. No, I'm not, Stacey. They're they're wrong. You're killing a baby. How can you kill a baby? That's what they want. That's what they want. Steven, it's okay to have an opinion, but you got to stop talking and let different people But he never stopped talking, and I want to hear you tell him to stop talking. He never stopped talking. You never, you never muted them during the show, and you're not telling him to stop talking now. Okay, I'm muting Aguna right now. I told Aguna to stop before. Aguna talked through my outro. Aguna talked through my outro, and I told him to stop. He should have to take off next week for that. I didn't, Stacey. You're trying to play to his emotions. Don't condone this. Well, he's very emotional right now. Well, you gotta quit. You, you gotta quit cancel. sipping that seed. I'm passionate about the people allowing people no, to kill babies. And off your medication. No, no, and I and also I'm against people mutilating young children as well. Y'all, okay, y'all's right. people are on the side of mutilating young children and killing children. Y'all have the delivery. Okay, that has nothing to do with what we were talking about. I wanted you to focus on the elections, how they went democratic, and what that meant for. Former President Trump, you know, no, it was in addition, no, but Stacey, to, you're, addition to is, abortion. Because of these extreme addition views, to abortion, that's why, why did everyone right vote Democrat, even in Ohio? That because was I don't think it's, I don't think it's any reflection like on Donald on Donald Trump you see at all. What Stephen is doing what Stephen just did, talking about killing babies and all that. People are tired of that crazy talk. They're tired of that. It's not crazy. It's actually happening. Look, man. You're actually killing babies when you abort. Okay, you got to stop saying that. The reason why Roe v. Wade was passed to begin with was based on privacy. They said that it's a private matter and the government needs to stay out of people's bedrooms. It's between their God, the family, and their doctor. They're not aborting babies in the bedrooms. They're not aborting babies in the bedrooms. Jumping over the fact. Should you, as an individual in this country, an American citizen, have a choice? Okay, to yeah. kill someone? No. Murder okay. is wrong. He's not going to answer it. Then you, 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 you should go to prison. If you kill your baby, you should go to prison. Again, your argument is whether or not they're a human being at conception or birth. Please stop. If that's your argument. That's a different argument. No, I didn't say that's my argument. I said these are babies. Don't feed the You're troll, killing man. babies. <laughs> no, and you support you killing babies. Aguna is throwing the stone and hiding his hand. Cousin Todd, no, what not. did it mean for the Democrats to win so overwhelmingly, especially in the state of Ohio? When President, former President Trump was because backing tired, the Republican candidate, tired of extreme positions, and you have this where you're taking away people's freedom, and you're saying, "Hey, we're we're the party of freedom, right? The Republicans are a party of freedom, but only if you can't do this, you can't say what we don't like you to say. You can't. That's do what, what you, you do, do, not us. You can't. You do tell this. us you can't what to say. say. You can't do this. Okay, thank you, saying. cousin Todd. You thank you, cousin Todd, with the firm beard. Thank you, Cousin Tom, with the firm beard. Can you bring your beard a little bit closer, Cousin Todd, to the to the camera so we can see how firm? Not you, Cousin Todd, the other Cousin Todd. The oh. other Cousin Todd. The other Cousin Todd. Who's that? 
Then I'm gonna say, can you bring your beer closer so we can see if it's permanent? Mine is better than Todd's because I got some salt and pepper. So I'm in I'm in, in between Todd and Steven. Steven okay, go ahead. Has, go Steven ahead, has, Todd. Has a mullet and the beard. Todd just has the beard. She, you have no hair. Keith is. Go ahead. I don't know. He has Rogaine. He has the bird's nest going. Cousin Todd, come okay. on, we're out of time. Hey, uh, don't you wish your hair was just like mine? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yes. I wish I had a mullet. The, you put a mullet it's, it's really, I don't want to get the mullet. Start talking. I, I'm not going to waste my words because people won't hear me. Um, uh, Aguna, You're wasting right. anyway. They won because um, women are smarter than Republicans think, and they're not going to be second-class citizens and have the state dictate what they can and can't do with their bodies. The mm. states never what about the other bodies? What men do with their bodies. Fetus. So they the weren't going to allow that. And so, can a fetus vote? Uh, can a fetus vote? Uh, I guess if it could, you would let it live, wouldn't you? You would let it live. Then you would let it live. You're saying it's, it's, it's uh, okay. a viable. Go ahead, cousin. He talked it's right not over a fetus. Todd. Go ahead, cousin Todd. It's a baby. I'm talk right over cousin Todd. And so it's okay. Can the baby vote? Go to all right, uh, good Nas night. Because I can't, uh, Nas, did you Nas. want to comment before we go? No, hey guys, hey Nas guys, say hello to Satan for me tonight for you when you say your prayers. No, it's just that you I look can't, like you smell like they can can so, say, uh, say, say your prayers to Satan tonight, guys. Name calling Stephen is never an argument. I'm not name calling, I'm just going to go down to that level. You've already lost. Well, he's not Go going ahead, down to that level. He lives at that level. So, so basically, basically include, this uh, is the difference thing. between big government and small government conservatives. So we see the small government conservative, Aguna, making the argument that this is a private choice, a private matter that a family should handle with their doctor, while the big government people like Keith and Stephen are over here yelling that they want Uncle Daddy Sugar, big government, to come in and make the decisions for other people. So it's a cowardly position. It also shows that they wouldn't stand up for a free speech when we heard the conversation about Tlaib. So ultimately, are these people really conservatives or are they just basically Fox brain idled, YouTube watching, Facebook You're comment sections as sentient beings who come angry white men. and repeat ignorant things Mostly. all day? No, you're not ignorant because you're white. You're ignorant because you're ignorant. Um, we're, not ignorant. Still, we're not ignorant. We're not ignorant. Yeah, that war. Right just because you say we're ignorant doesn't make us ignorant. Our my friend, you Donald Trump win the election. You're right, so, thank you. you're so ignorant. You don't even know it's a baby that's being killed. 